Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle. And welcome back to the Spooky Hour. Hello. Happy Monday. Yo, Monday's a holiday, technically. Yes, happy family day if you're in specifically Ontario. I think other provinces have other days. I think Quebec is the only province that's not off on Monday. I think, I think it's yeah I don't know I I don't know why this is even a holiday but like I'm not gonna complain I'll take it. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's simply just that we didn't have anything there and uh other provinces I think already had their days so they were just like yeah fuck it let's give it to them I'll take it and then they called it family day Fam- or- family day to spend one singular day with your family which I still don't do so <laughs> <laughs> yeah my plan is to just like sleep yeah, Not I booked. We room. both booked off tomorrow, so we Hell have like an extra. Long yeah. Weekend. Oh, it's Thursday, so we have Friday and then Monday off. Yeah, I needed it. Fuck it. Totally. It's lovely. it's been a week. I'm pretty sure I have a broken toe, so that's how my week went. Yes. <laughs> it hurts that. so much more now than it did this morning. Like every time I lift my foot, it hurts, and I'm like, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, Holly fucked up. You would do it on the, like the long weekend too. I literally just stubbed it on my bed. That's it. this is not even exciting fucking disaster over here (laughs) (laughs) i was carrying bags and i just like wasn't looking and i just kicked it and i went down i I fucking fell and i was just like you literally are your mother's daughter (laughs) yeah oh no oh no oh no but yeah that's how my day went um mine was i don't it was okay like i don't have anything (laughs) bad i don't have anything good you know there's no neighbors anymore so (laughs) yeah right actually we had new neighbors move in like oh did you already no not that next to the house i don't know what's going on with that but um they have like a kid that's like river's age so i'm like secretly excited about it i hope you can just slowly meander your way bring over cookies or something do like the the neighbor thing absolutely (laughs) oh oh no i'll just stare at them until one of them says hi (laughs) yeah literally i I don't want to be social, but I just want River to have friends. So it's like, oh, I got to It's so battles. hard when you're antisocial, but you don't want your kid to be antisocial. Yeah. <laughs> He's so- a pretty, like, people person, though. Like, he loves everybody. He's shy for, like, maybe... The first He's not couple even like minutes. that anymore. No, and no. then right away he's just like handing people toys and like. Yeah, when we go out, he says hi to absolutely every person. He walks by so and just wave. Where does he get that from? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Stuart was kind of <laughs> like that, but like, I think he got worse. Like as the longer he dated me, he kind of like morphed into <laughs> what I am. <laughs> he used to be like that, and he's like, "Wow, people do suck." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's got to be a challenge because, like, I guess you're expected to talk to the parents when you take your kid places, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, really – I just don't like making small talk with people I don't know. I'm just not – it's not like I'm being rude. I'm just not good at it. I'm also not awful my forte. at it. Yeah, not and my then forte. I come off, yeah, and I, I come off being rude, so then people think I'm rude. So it's, like, no, no matter what, I, I lose. Yeah. So I just try not – I just try to avoid everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way I can do it. <laughs> I fucking feel you. That's like when people are like... It's a miracle that we found each other. (laughs) It is. It really is. It's so funny because like I hate presenting too because obviously don't like big crowds. And um, I was told they're like, well, the more you do them, like the easier they'll become and you like like doing it. And I'm like, no. Like I've like... It's been like how many years and I still don't like it. So I'm going to avoid doing them at any possible chance. I do presentations at work from time to time and like... 
I hate it. The I literally black out when I present. Like I I don't know what I'm saying. Like the yeah. Holy Spirit takes over. I don't know what's going on. It's just and, like Holly people say I... meeting. It's like the Holy Spirit activate. <laughs> <That's you. laughs> but I literally just like black out and then everybody says I do well, so I hope they're not lying. Yeah. Um but it's worse, like, uh, so when I was training on doing presentations, they would ask me, like, how did you feel? Like, did you think your cadence was all right? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember any of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I zoned I out. just shut down and yeah. Jesus it. took the wheel. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. I just don't like it. I'm just not that person and I never will be and I've accepted that. Yeah, and that's okay. Everybody's good at different things. Mm-hmm. We do this, though, and that's pretty impressive. I think we do pretty well at this. I think we do really well at this. I mean, the alcohol helps. unfortunately we can't get drunk before work maybe that would be the solution though that would be (laughs) i'd be a lot happier at work (laughs) i i would like nap all the time all day hell yeah yeah totally hell yeah i cannot do that i also i like having money so i would never do that but yeah that's the only reason i work is because i like having money (laughs) yeah it's not much. There's literally but... no... Where do you see yourself in five years? I don't know, but hopefully there's more money. <laughs> like, yeah. Somewhere with fucking money. What is your goal? Um, For you to pay me more. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. It's like, because especially with us, we're like considered like corporate jobs. And like, I hate that because I've never been a corporate person and I don't want to co- climb that corporate ladder. So like, I like yeah. my cushion that I'm in and like with corporate, they're always like, you have to strive to be better. And I'm like, I, I like where I am and I'm going to continue where i am yeah like let there's nothing just, wrong with that yeah let me just sit in my bubbly little cushion and just pay me like why is it such an issue <laughs> <laughs> why do i need to strive to be more like i don't want to be the ceo yeah like i'm I already want to like out. pay my bills yeah <laughs> i'm like bottom of the totem pole and i'm stressed out i don't want to yeah. be top of the totem pole and even more fucking stressed out i'm happy in like a mid-tier like i am still trying to get like one position ahead but i have no aspirations to go above and beyond that like <laughs> Yeah, not me. I'm just like, I'm comfortable at right at the bottom. I just want to get forever. paid. I want to make enough money to live. And that's it. That's it. I just don't want to work. Me either. I just, I literally just saw a post today that was like, I don't have a dream job because I've never dreamed about working. And I was like, right. oh. I feel that's so hard. Yo, Holly See? won 10 bucks with the lottery. So like, the I, next tr- one's I the tried millions. so hard. There, it was like a big draw for Valentine's Day. Uh, so there was like 50 prizes of $25,000 and then there was the gold ball, which I think was like 5 million. And then the main jackpot, I don't remember how much it was, but I was like 50 prizes of 25 K. Like I could do that. It, it's, it's pot 50 is a lot. Um, so like, I really like, I manifested that shit. I was like, I'm going to win $25,000. This is my $25,000 ticket. And then the thing fucking sang the song and it was like, congratulations. Was like, Oh, holy shit. It was like $10 at a free play. And I was like, fuck <laughs> i mean at least it's better than like better luck next time yeah especially consider i bought like four lines so that was like 13 dollars. so i made my money back i got 10 dollars in a free line so i get essentially the exact ticket that i just bought oh that's annoying yeah if you think about it that Wee. way that's really annoying i'm sorry <laughs> but like one step closer like danielle said the next one that's ours totally that's ours i told her i'm just gonna show up at her house and take her away somewhere I don't I know where die. yet. We'll just let's go. Ireland. Let's go. Ireland. I'll just book two tickets. Or we could just like go to a cabin for the weekend and then plan our Ireland trip at the cabin. I kind of like down. that vibe. I'm yeah. down for that. 
But yeah, I'm just going to show up one day. I won't text you that I won. I'll just show up. She's going <laughs> to throw knock money my door at your I'm face. I'm not going to. Like, it would be one of those times where you show up at my door and I would not answer. I'd be like, who's knocking at my door? I'm not answering. <laughs> I'll just wave dollar bills in front of your camera. <laughs> oh, God. That would be hilarious. <laughs> All oh. right. I, I'm excited to get into this week's episode. Yeah. Um, just a little, uh, a little preface, a little preface. Um, we're going to let Danielle go first because we're going to do part two of her Princess Diana story mm-hmm. and we're going to play it by ear. I may or may not have a case at the end because if this goes on, <laughs> and on as and long on. as we think it's going to go on, then nobody needs to hear me talk anymore. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. I may have one at the end of the episode. I may wait until next week. It's just vibes, bro. We're just yeah. going to figure it out as we go. Yeah, because, like, last episode was, like, an hour and, like, what, 20 minutes? Guys, I'm yeah. sorry for it. I did not edit it. I put, like, the music at the beginning, the music at the end, and I was like, I called it a day. I was like, if that's there's all shit we in need. It, that's, that's just it. That's all we need. So, yeah, if it starts to get long and drawn out, I'm just going to hold mine off till next week. Uh, if we have time, then I guess I'll share it. We'll see. We'll I see mostly care about Danielle's. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do it. So, I want to mention something that, okay, I ended up watching... Um, a documentary a couple days ago and i wish i watched it before i talked about last like last week's episode not last week the week before that it's like the last episode um because i had like a shit ton of stuff that i didn't even know about um but it's called um diana the ultimate truth it's actually it's pretty good like i'd go watch it well i'd watch it you did watch it. it i mean I'd, you guys should i'd watch it again it. <laughs> totally watch it again actually um but it's basically like some some like detective trying to figure out what hap- actually happened to Diana and like talks like to her friends and a bunch of people that have never been interviewed before and stuff. It's just really interesting. Um, but I didn't know this. So the BBC journalist Martin Bashir, he was the one who did the interview with like Diana. And I didn't like as I said, I didn't know this, but the whole story behind getting this interview is like really fucked up. So apparently Martin and a few higher ups in the BBC made false bank statements and went oh. to Diana's brother and showed him um, that his, like, old bodyguard was, like, selling stories to them and whatever. And it was, like, kind of an in to get, like, an interview with Diana. And it worked. And they so they just lied so, about it. So, sorry, what were the, the bank statements were? Were um, they, they falsified them and said that diana's brother's old bodyguard was selling stories to them so oh, it was like them being, saying here's us paying him yeah. essentially okay okay yeah. wow was, yeah so Sneaky. it was a, a way into the door um and then they ended up getting an interview with diana and then after it was like made public of what they did and like everyone knew about it. like the documents are out there um they've admitted to it and stuff like that and he's like oh so sorry blah 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 and because it, it became like huge about the falsified documents especially when he she died because people are like did that like like was that a situation where was that a factor it stemmed into her death kind yeah. of thing and whatever but yeah i didn't know about that so i just wanted to mention that because i was like that's fucked up bbc's fucked that is fucked up <laughs> yeah like, can you imagine going to that extent to be like, hey, we're going to falsify these documents and not serve prison because... Is that... That's got to be illegal somewhere too, no? Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Um, So, as I said last week, I'm going to talk into, like, Diana's death a bit more in depth. And then we'll go into conspiracy theories. I have two of them. And the first one, it kind of bleeds into the second one, but it's, like, different. And then it bleeds into a couple others. So <laughs> We're going down a rabbit hole is what she's we, trying to say. <laughs> we are. I just wanted to talk about the ones that I find most plausible a little bit. Um, so a few weeks before Diana's death, uh, she started seeing Dodi Fahad. Fahad? 
Fahid? Fahad. Um, he was the son of Ritz-Carlton owner Mohammed. Um, uh, they were seen on a yacht together in the Mediterranean, and they were, like, photographed a lot. They returned to Paris together on August 30th, 1997, to Dodie's apartment. Uh, they went to the Ritz for dinner around 9.50, and then after dinner, the CCTV footage um, is captured in, like, the Ritz elevator of Diana, Dodie, Trevor Reese Jones, and Henry Paul leaving the hotel around about 10 after midnight. Uh, they left through the back entrance and got into the Mercedes and were heading to Dodie's apartment. From what we've been told, their car was speeding and trying to outrun paparazzi. So they went out through the back to avoid paparazzi, but apparently mm-hmm. didn't work. Uh, so they made it to the Alma Tunnel when the, car, when the car was spun out of control and ended up hitting the 13th pillar inside the tunnel. Uh, Dodie and Henry died on impact. Diana and Trevor were still alive. Um, uh well when people eventually like showed up um dr frederick malice just arrived like or just just happened to be driving by when the accident happened and he tended to diana as best as he could at the scene the paramedics showed up and attempted to stabilize her around 1 20 a.m so almost an, a little bit over an hour after the accident actually happened um uh, Diana was placed into the ambulance to transport her to the hospital. She goes into cardiac wow, arrest. So she was on scene for an hour? An hour. I'll get into that, too. Um, so she goes into cardiac arrest in the ambulance, and the ambulance stops to do CPR. Around 2 a.m., Diana arrives at Petit uh, something hospital. It's in French. I'm sorry. I'm not going to even try to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so she arrives at one of the hospitals where she undergoes surgery within a minute. Um, at 4 a.m., Diana is officially pronounced dead. So Dr. Bruno Rye wrote, uh, spoke to the media after Diana's death saying, and I quote, Diana's body arrived in the, in the condition of serious hemorrhage and shock. Uh, an urgent surgery showed a severe wound to the left pulmonary vein. Despite the closure of this wound in a two hour external and internal cardiac massage, no official respir- respiratory circulation could be established. Ew. So yeah. They like uh, rubbed her heart for two hours oh wow yeah i just gotta like can you imagine being one of the doctors that like worked on her that like i could not how you would feel yeah i just i like i think that in any situation any person you know what i mean like and but I'm, this is just like broadcast you know what i mean yeah. it's like i know they face it every day but to have it sort of like not that it's their fault by any means but like you know to be tied to a story like that mm-hmm. And, like, if the conspiracy, like, uh, we have to remember, like, I'll talk about her death and, like, I'm just about to, um, and, like, what was deemed her death. And so the conspiracy theories we talk about, they're, like, we think could have possibly happened, but there's no truth to it. Like, we don't really know if she was murdered, blah, 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 et cetera. But the thing with the, the paramedic situation and the hospital situation is... They had an idea that, like, so she had um, a fast pulse, or no, she had, what did she, I forget what it was, so I'll end up talking about it soon, but basically she had all the signs of, like, severe internal bleeding, and they thought yeah. treating her for an hour on scene was the smart thing to do. Yeah, that it's, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I get into it, because I think if they had proper protocols like they do here because it's very different in france and like europe than what we do here yeah and i think if those protocols were 
put in place, she act like her her wound was survivable. And that, that's it not to just, say it took too long. Yeah, and it's not to say that she would have survived because there's people that have been in situations that died, and there's people who have been in the same situation and who have lived. So yeah. it really depends on the person's body. But it would have helped. It yeah, it definitely could have helped. No guarantee sure. it would have changed the in- uh, outcome, but it would have helped. Absolutely. Um, uh, so the, actually, I go into the paramedic issue right now. So um, for so for. In France, and I'm not sure if it is now, if it's changed after this, but back then, paramedics, they would treat immediately on scene, and once stable, they would move the patient to the hospital. Where here, it's like you toss them in an ambulance and you go. There's no yeah. waiting. They, if you're, like, severely bleeding on your face, they wrap up your head and they put you in an ambulance and you take yeah. off. Um, and I think ours, our way of doing that makes more sense because not to say, like, the paramedics don't know what they're doing, um but you they can't, can't see yeah and you can't treat severely injured patients in a hospital the way you, or on the road you then you can in like the hospital especially yeah. with like severe internal bleeding mris cat scans exactly you know, explorative surgeries and stuff like you can't do that in any you keep them stable exactly and like she got to the hospital and the doctors were like no she has to go into surgery now she was in the in surgery room in two minutes wow. from arriving at the hospital two fucking minutes and it took her wow. almost two hours to get there and it's just down the fucking road. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I honestly hope it changed. I'm not sure. So if you live in Europe and France, like, let us let know us if know. it's changed, What's if it's stitch? still the same. Yeah. Because, um, again, if they transported her quicker and got the medical help she needed at that time, she definitely could have. It's a possibility she could have survived. Well, it sounds like they repaired the wound based on like, the doctor's quote. So maybe, like, I, I don't know. Timing was a factor here, I think. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So basically, she had severe internal bleeding. So she was awake when the when they took her out of the car. But here it is. So she had a fast pulse but low blood pressure, which is apparently like a clear sign for internal bleeding. Um, uh, apparently there was a tear in the membrane that surrounds her heart, so the bleeding was like pooling from that, which was the vein. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like it's your heart, and then you have four veins that attach mm-hmm. to whatever else is here. <laughs> <laughs> and anatomy of, with danielle yeah <laughs> emma's gonna kill me for that. Listen, i was just gonna idiot. say where's emma <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically her heart like moved and it tore um uh but it didn't like completely tear it just opened like an inch so it was yeah. like but that inch was enough to like bleed out and like kill her yeah um uh so again like they it took a while for them to realize what the fuck was going on. Um, if it was identified earlier, chance of survival. Um, her death was basically ruled a tragic accident. It was ruled this about two years after the accident. Henry Paul oh, wow. was found. So Henry Paul, the driver, he was found to have alcohol in his system. It said that it was over the legal limit in France, but there was an interview done in that documentary I watched with mm-hmm. like the head investigator of the case at that point and she said he did have alcohol in his system but it wasn't a lot like it wasn't like he was like absolutely wasted and like incoherent um but um she also said that he took antidepressants and it was found in his system Uh, so she said it's like it it could have mixed and like it just didn't mix well the the two um but either way it was said he was driving recklessly which ultimately ended up in him crashing and killing her so yeah. he's to blame that's basically that where we at where we are at with that that situation like case closed that's it yeah um so now we can talk about some theories so a theory number one is henry paul the driver was actually an informant for the secret service 
Um, this conspiracy theory flew when a former um, MI6 officer, so MI6 is like the Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was Richard Timmelson. Um, he said uh, he saw private intelligence files that noted an assassination of a foreign politician in Paris. Apparently, this file was very similar to Diana's crash. So Henry was deputy head of the security at the Paris Ritz, um, so the place that Dodie's dad owned and they, the place they were oh. at. Yeah, it's claimed and he was on like the Dodie's payroll, like on Fahid's payroll. Um, so it's claimed that he was always given information about movements of important guests at the hotel. And this information was provided by um, uh, like France's M- MI5, apparently, which is like the equivalent of the MI6, but like France's version. There's like a Europe version and a France version. I just every time you say MI, I just think Mission Impossible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> someone wrote as like M16, and I was like, I don't think that's right because it literally stands for Military Intelligence <laughs> Six. Like, like literally, yeah. that's what it is. So I'm like, it's not M16 or M15, and I'm pretty sure it's like MI5. Um, so they would give him this info so he could essentially keep an eye on them. Now, Dodi Fahad's dad, Mohammed, also believes his son and Diana were killed in an M- MI6 plot uh, that started by Prince Charles. Um, apparently, uh, around a thousand pounds was found on Henry at the time of his death. And Muhammad was confused by this because Henry was paid around 1,500 to 1,700 pounds per month. Um, it was also determined that Henry had multiple bank accounts open, which added up to 170,000 pounds. Henry's family said the money was from tips from like rich guests. Mm. Um, Henry was also paid by Muhammad, as I said, for working at the hotel for security. So it could be from that too. Like maybe he just yeah. like collected extra. And that's what the French authorities said. They said that like they, the thousand bucks is noted that it was found on his body. But they said that like he was paid in cash and like, people at the hotel probably paid him that night and then the tips thing makes sense if he was driving like multiple people around and stuff yeah yeah and that's and that's the thing is um uh when he's like driving like like diana like who yeah. knows what, what how deep her like her i, d- I don't deep. think they tip lightly <laughs> yeah and um so it wasn't like her usual driver but some people say that he worked for it was like an assassination and he was just part of the plot and he uh, just sacrificed himself for that plot, so which is I've heard that wild. one. Yeah, well, it's fucking. I've it's, heard that theory. Yeah. And the thing that <laughs> doesn't break. yeah drink breaks. The thing that gets me is that he had literally like seven bank accounts open separately. Yeah, that's a little suspicious to me. Like, why would you I do know that? some people have like multiple, but seven. Yeah, I think it was like seven or eight. Which and is you weird. said he so he got paid like you said seventeen hundred. A month? Yeah, a month. And he had like a hundred and some odd thousand? Yeah, he had 170,000 distributed in between these bank accounts. I would like to know his financial strategy because I would like <laughs> to achieve that someday too. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're never going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this this kind of leads into like a second conspiracy theory. So for years, Muhammad kept his stance on the murder of his son and Diana saying it was not an accident. He even appealed the findings, but I'm pretty sure they were all like turned down. Muhammad said that the royal family was involved in their deaths and they were trying to cover up the fact that Diana was pregnant and planning to marry Dodie, even though they've known each other for like two weeks. Um, oh God, I have like a wine burp. Um, <laughs> love that <laughs> love it um 
So now apparently they did a pregnancy test on Diana and it was negative. But like if his claim was way after her death, why would they do like a pregnancy test a on preemptive her? preemptive pregnancy test? Yeah. And she was like cremated. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was like a quick decision too. Like it was mm-hmm. done pretty quickly after her death. Yeah. You can open a drink. Sorry. Worth it. <laughs> and yeah, so it, was like, um, it was very quick at the time they cremated her. I don't think it's a real test, to be honest. I think they just had it as like a like as soon as he said it, they're like, "Baha, we tested her," and it's like, "Did you?" Yeah, they de- they definitely fucking did it, and they're just like lying about it because it's the royals. Yeah, and um, uh, so it, again, it's just like weird. So in November of two thousand and eight, Muhammad read a statement before the royal courts of justice, saying, and I quote. She told me that she knew Prince Philip and Prince Charles were trying to get rid of her. They cleared the decks. They murdered her. Um, he even went and funded a film called Unlawful Killing. It was shown at the 2011 Keynes Film Festival, but they never got insurance to get it to the U.S. because of, like, potential lawsuits. So it's kind of, mm. like, put on the back burner. Like, it's just not coming out, unfortunately. Can you find it online? I don't know. I didn't try to look it up, to be honest. Interesting. Um, so I don't want to go into too much detail on Muhammad and like his case because he's gone like the extra mile to try and get these royals he's been turned down a lot and lost a lot of legal suits like he's still continuing to this day i want to say it was like i saw an article from like 2018 or something Mm -hmm. it's either 2013 or 2018 where he's still pushing his his narrative here absolutely um uh yeah so he's been turned down and lost a lot of legal suits but someone they ended up like opening up the investigation again ended up like being closed for like the same conclusion that it was like a tragic yeah. accident um but in that time like he was asked for like he was like part of it like he was like interviewed and stuff yeah. like that um, i almost wonder if they opened it just to like shut him up probably They're like oh we'll, we'll we'll quote unquote take another look just so he stops asking us yeah and they didn't actually like yeah look into it yeah totally and um uh, so some, someone asked him, they're like, why do you keep like trying? Like you've lost so many legal suits. Like, why are you still doing this? And he said, and I quote, you have children, put yourself in my position. Somebody snatches your son and slaughters him. What do you do? You have to get the bastards. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, and there's a lot of things that go from, uh, like with that, because people say, well, if Diana was pregnant, what was the issue? It's like, well, the royals don't want their their bloodlines being mixed. Yeah, and that's the whole she, thing. She has two royal children. Yeah, they don't want a a royal stepchild, if you will. Yeah, and especially one that's from Egypt. Yeah. So. Oh, definitely. I'm there. I was gonna say there's probably like a race thing involved too, knowing oh, the royals. Absolutely, there totally was. And uh, it's so fucking ridiculous, but. So he's very much convinced that Diana and his son were murdered. Um, and it was set into place by um, uh, uh, Prince Charles. He, he, do you think they intended to kill his son, too? Or do you think that was just, like, casualty of war kind of thing? I think that's... What, yeah, probably. It was just, like, they just oh, like, he's like, eh, he's in the car. Yeah. They're probably like, oh, they're leaving this place late at night. Perfect opportunity. Like, too bad yeah. the other ones are just... They just happen to be And there. I guess it looks less suspicious if like more than just her dies i guess yeah i think so it's kind of like it's crazy and there's also um so there's like a letter that also plays into this theory so in october of 1996 diana wrote a letter to her butler paul burrell 
and in that letter diana wrote and i quote like this is like this this letter is like does exist like everyone's read it Um, yeah it says and i quote charles is planning an accident in my car brake failure a serious head injury in order to make make the path clear for him to marry um and that was the one thing is like people one of the theories is that she was killed so that prince charles could ultimately marry again with no issues because he's like the next in line right so they didn't want to be like a huge thing and like did their divorce finalize before she died yeah 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 so i think it was um like a year before two years a year so it wasn't just like uh we'll just do this so we don't have to go through a divorce yeah i think it was about a year i think it was either 1996 (laughs) or 1997 right 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 but uh, like we all know that like diana was very anxious and has like and very paranoid regarding the paparazzi and like with the royal family so this letter is like when when it was like released they were like oh she was just paranoid like that's the royal is just gaslighting her you know so i'm just saying she died in a car (laughs) yeah let's like the odds (laughs) and um do i have this here yeah i do have it um so to tag on along to that note um there's one common thing that her friend said after her death is that diana knew she would be killed um Mm -hmm. and die in an unnatural way so her friend roberto devork he um is said and i quote when you have um when you had a serious conversation with her about life she would say i think they're going to kill me i'm going to finish in an accident helicopter plane or car crash so she knew she was going she knew she knew and like one of her friends said it was in that documentary like she 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 basically said that the way it was worded is that diana knew she wouldn't make old bones so she knew she wasn't going to get old that's ominous yeah and that's the thing it's just like there's so many situations and like so many things that happened that would be like well what's the reason why they wanted to kill her one was prince charles he probably just wanted to get married to camilla obviously mm-hmm. and then there's um that whole bbc interview because this happened pretty much a year after that aired and yeah, af- they're after probably not too pleased about that no and after that bbc interview it even like it did her really bad too like she lost yeah. her title she lost her security um and then after that she obviously was very paranoid because the paparazzi were fucking even more nuts than before um so she lost a lot because of that interview so the year leading up to it she apparently became more anxious more paranoid of people and well she stuff. probably thought everybody was like plotting against her right yeah and if now that she doesn't have that title and the protection they're like, she's like well i'm just like i'm open season at that point that's so scary I, i'm also thinking like so this is me getting like really deep into the conspiracy so hypothetically they did have her killed mm-hmm. um obviously current uh is she a princess Meghan markle um okay. she's kind of she's kind of sort of following the same footsteps a little bit as diana where she's trying yeah. to separate from the royal family she wants nothing to do with them she's very outspoken um people hate her like the the Brits, I don't know why I love hate her. her. <laughs> um, I I have a mixed opinion on her because I don't like that they're like, oh, we want to leave the spotlight, but then they're just like, here's our Netflix special about how we want to leave the spotlight. <laughs> I think um, I think it's because of Diana, though. I think so too. I just have I have mixed feelings, but I think 
because we're in this day and age where there's one conspiracy theory theorists uh social media we're like way more involved in this now i don't think anything's ever gonna happen to her because we're instantly gonna go the royals killed her yeah you know what i mean so i think it's it's interesting like the what's like the juxtaposition between the two princesses where they're kind of following the same path but the timing i guess does that make sense like the time period now doesn't allow for something like that to happen because we're just instantly gonna jump on the royals and be like you killed her yeah and they don't need any more press than they already have right yeah they're they're not their pr is fighting for their lives right now (laughs) it's so true and there was another thing in that documentary um like diana kind of always knew that she was never safe and Mm -hmm. as mentioned like by multiple friends and she she ended up like talking about her kids because she was worried about her kids she said that william would like blend into the family no problem but she was really worried about harry and that she's harry's a lot more like her yeah and she said that like harry wouldn't do well without me there and he did he actually had a really I mean, I don't want to say rough childhood because he's a prince, but, like, he had, like, drinking problems and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he was, like, a party animal and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think he did struggle for a little bit, but he seems to be doing well for himself. He's married. He's got, like, what, two kids, three kids now? Like, yeah. he's moved on from the royal family. So and I think I that's think he's it. doing okay. And I think, I think they, like, all, we obviously have, like really don't know what happens behind closed doors. Yeah. And, like, I always try to put myself in, like, like what like what their documentary coming out and like their situation i can understand why they would like want to get their voices heard because they are always get shut down because the royals own everything well also just like to put it on record totally and that's that's the big thing now it's like (laughs) if it's on record you can't say because the royals are like known for like i was telling holly um that who's holly me yeah, I said I was just telling you about the... Tape, oh, and I, was I thought going, you were... Te- okay, I sorry, I confused myself. I thought oh, you were, like, referring to someone else and just called them Holly. No, oh. you're like, wait, who? <laughs> like, I don't have any other friends, Holly. You're the only person <laughs> I talk to. <laughs> I thought you were telling me, like, I was talking to... Oh, sorry. And I was no. like, who? <laughs> yeah, I probably worded that weird, but that was hilarious. <laughs> um, so, I, before this, I was telling Holly, because I was watching The Crown, and the royals put, like, two cousins they ended up like not being like blood related but like they put them away in like mental institutions because they had like mental disorders and um they didn't want their bloodline to look weak yeah so they just like shoved them them away and that's the thing it's It's like the flowers in the attic yeah that book that, that was the whole thing with like when the letters came out they're like well they're just gaslighting her and they're like well she's just paranoid she did it to herself. Yeah. She's paranoid. She's mentally unstable. And that's the whole, that's their like running thing. And then it's just not working anymore. And they're kind they're still kind of doing the same thing with uh, uh, Meghan Markle, kind of a different tune where they're, they're, they call her problematic or difficult to work with or yeah. like non-conforming. Like they try to make her seem like she's the problem. Yeah. You know? And, you know, whether or not she is, we don't know. But I just, you, you see the PR at work where the Royals and they're i don't remember what network they own but they own a network of some sort and they're just constantly like hounding and hounding and hounding about how difficult she is and yeah she ruined the family but like they're trying to always save their name and at the end of the day you that's guys all they care your about cousins is what ruined your family literally like what yeah <laughs> like come on these guys. people just want to live their normal lives and you're just like no that simply cannot happen but i will fuck my cousin yeah <laughs> 
it's so fucked up like they're fucked um so again this documentary i keep talking about um uh, there was a route that the vehicle took from the Ritz that headed towards Diana's, uh, or fuck, towards um, Dodie's apartment. Um, and it wasn't like a direct route. And there was like another route that would have made more sense. So yeah. it was like, it's noted in this documentary and they show you on a map. Oh, I just hit the mic, sorry. Um, <laughs> they show you on a map. So it's like the red line is the way they went and it like stops where the accident happened. And then they put a green line, which is the more like common sense route. So the route that made more sense was also the quickest and the most like direct route. And like, but if, and it, am I remembering right? It didn't have any tunnels. Yeah, no, no tunnels. Yeah. And it was like, um, it would be more busy in terms of like vehicles on the road. Witnesses. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And if you're trying to avoid paparazzi and you just want to get to your place quicker, that would still be the way to go. Yeah. Um, But they took a way different route. So like, you you guys obviously can't see me, but I'm going to show Holly anyway. So here's like the Ritz. (laughs) Yeah. And like, here's his apartment. So instead of going like straight across, they went down and around and then hit the tunnel. So they were like making a big loop. It was just really weird. Like, why would you do that? Is so there is there footage of the accident happening in the tunnel? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So I I think that's why they took that route is because they're like, aha, we're in a tunnel. No one can see us. Exactly. Um, so there is uh, again another spin um, on the sto- on the theory, so that the driver wasn't actually part of the Secret Service, but the Secret Service did set out like to like as a hit to murder Diana. So he wasn't involved at all, but it was the Secret Service that did kill her. Um, it plays into this weird route that they took. So some people theorize that certain roads were blocked off by the um, like the Secret Service, um, so they were forced to take that route. So right they, i did hear something like that yeah so when the car got to the tunnel and it's like really weird so people say they were like driving really fast and so like when you come down it's kind of like a bend and you yeah. kind of like go into like a divot almost so you have to like really watch it because you can like lose control and it's like really weird so unless they were go- like actually being chased by paparazzi and they were obviously were driving fast because it's it's unavoidable to like ignore that so they were driving faster than they should have been. But um, they say that when it was the car was forced to take this route and they got towards the tunnel, a bright light was flashed into the driver's eyes, so blinding Henry, and that's what caused him to crash. It wasn't the speed. It was like Are this light tactic. Are they saying it tactic. was like a camera? No. So apparently it's a known tactic that the Secret Service used. So they basically, oh. it's like a big light, and they just blind the person. Like, it's so fucking bright. You end up being blinded. And they used this before. And it causes an accident. And so, so they blinded him. Interesting. He lost control. He either turned the, the steering wheel too hard and, like, hit the pillar. The one thing about the investigation that the... Um, the, the french police the france police what are they fucking called i don't know those people <laughs> i think french works french works parisian oh no wait, that's paris specifically well they were in paris so but um uh there's one thing they the car had white paint on the front of it or like somewhere on it where it looked like it had just been in like a collision so it is noted that it actually was so what they this is what the the investigation has determined that the vehicle driving into the tunnel, they kind of, like, lost control in that turn, mm-hmm. and they ended up, like, nicking a white Fiat, okay. which ended up having Henry 
try to like avoid the hitting the car again and that's what caused him to spin out and hit the pillar and the white fiat just drove off so they said they ended up imagine yeah they said they ended up finding that vehicle because essentially that's apparently what caused the accident is they they bumped this car he reacted spun out and hit the pillar um so they ended up saying they found the car even though the driver denied everything they couldn't charge yeah. him, but they're like 110% sure that that was the vehicle that was involved in the accident, but they could, didn't do anything about it. Well, he's like, if they clipped him, he's not really at fault, but it's just kind of like, tell us the story, bro. Let us yeah. know what happened. Yeah. And so the another weird thing that Holly just talked about, about the cameras. So the amount of CCTV cameras there are throughout fucking Europe is insane. Yeah. And there was, Holly, 14 of them in in and the tunnel in and around like the entrances and magically none of those cameras worked that night none magical of them. none of them caught the crash do you know if they had been like reported as faulty leading up to it or was it just like a one night thing or they haven't i if they have said i didn't i didn't read it um mm. but not unless they like did capture it That's in the royal suspicious. family yeah so either they caught the ca- crash and the royal family's like, shut that down. Those didn't work. Give it to us. Or the Secret Service were like, we're shutting these cameras down at this time, between this this time frame. Yeah. And that's it. And then they caused the murder to happen. I'm leaning towards the shutting it down because I think yeah. in this day and age, like the footage would have leaked somehow. Like someone would have, someone's got it burned on a DVD or something somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. VHS, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so none of those, ca- which is so fucking wild to me. So and weird. A- apparently they like, um, there's paparazzi photos of them in the vehicle and stuff like that. And you're telling me yeah. none of the paparazzi photos caught. Yeah, a- that's another weird thing. That uh, So I was wondering that too, like beyond the CCTV camera, like did the paparazzi take pictures during the accident? Like I know they took pictures after we've all seen the car, but like. Mm-hmm. If they were chasing them, would they not have seen slash captured the actual accident? Yeah. There was one guy they interviewed in this documentary and he apparently there was um, like uh, photographs um, from the paparazzi and basically like they were confiscated and they're not public knowledge. Basically, he he was I know. I heard. um Sorry, I read an article or I heard or something that that's part of why they kept her on scene so long, too, is that they didn't want the paparazzi taking pictures. So they mm-hmm. were, like, shielding her or something. Yeah. Apparently, that's just normal protocol for paramedics in France. They are... Interesting. They kind of go to the scene, they treat, stabilize, and then go to the hospital. Whereas here, we're like, you get... Get in the car! You get tossed <laughs> in an ambulance and you go. And yeah. that makes more sense to me because, like... Like, because she waited so long and, like, the C- they pulled over and did CPR. Could you imagine doing CPR on her when her fucking vein that's holding her heart together is it's bleeding? It's not doing much it's of anything. It's not going to do yeah, anything. you're just forcing more blood out. Yeah, it's not going to do anything. She pretty much bled to death. Yeah. And the way the accident happened, she was apparently, like, sitting sideways in oh, the back seat. Okay. And the only person wearing a seatbelt was the bodyguard. And he, sorry, did he survive? He did. He's the only one who survived. Huh. And apparently there, there's also a theory. I didn't go too much into this, but there's a theory that the seatbelts were faulty. So okay. that they either, they either got into the vehicle and they couldn't put the seatbelts on 
or they had the seatbelts on and they just didn't work during the crash. And they like unbuckled during the crash? Yeah, basically. That's wild. Yeah. So I I, like, I could see them just straight up not wearing it though, because if they were tr- like trying to run for the paparazzi, mm-hmm. um, I was actually looking at pictures <laughs> while you were talking, and in some of the pictures she's kind of got like her face turned away because she doesn't want her picture taken. Yeah. So that makes you think that like they just kind of, excuse me, jumped in the car, you know, and they were just like go go go, and like didn't even think to do up their seatbelts because they're just like they didn't want their pictures taken. Yeah, and back then like nobody wore seatbelts oh yeah like also that <laughs> yeah like no one wore them so yeah it's just fucking wild and um so we definitely do not have all the answers surrounding diana's death and we know how much the royals can keep uh a lot close to their chest yeah and just shut things down as needed so i don't believe we'll, we'll ever really know and especially I don't like, think so either. Especially in that, I was talking to Stuart about that. I'm like, why hasn't like Anonymous like hacked them? Like, why don't we have their shit? And Stuart's like, well, you have to remember that like a lot of the stuff that happened was like way back when. So a lot of it was probably just written down <laughs> on a piece of paper. Like, there's not much to yeah, it. Yeah, like literal physical evidence, mm-hmm. like VHS tapes. I don't yeah. even think DVDs were a thing then to like yeah. burn it onto something. Yeah. Um, and I could see them just straight up destroying anything too. Yeah. You don't ever want anybody finding that, right? No, not at all. Especially in this day and age where we have things like anonymous and the internet and things are so easy. Like this whole, I keep going back to Prince Andrew and the Epstein case, but Mm -hmm. like he might've gotten away with that if it was 20 years earlier. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. And that's the thing. It's like, especially with Prince Andrew, I bet the royals do about it. They know about everything. Oh, absolutely. Uh, She gave him hush money of some sort. Like, the queen gave him money to pay, I want to say it was, like, his legal fees or something involving the Epstein case. Like, the queen helped him. (laughs) That's disgusting. Yeah, like, they done been new. They know. (laughs) Yeah. And that's... It's so fucked. Like, they're fucked, man. They are. They really are. That's, like, all you can say about them. And... Like, if their fucking skeletons in their closet could talk, I don't think we'd want to hear what the fuck would happen, to be honest. I think Meghan Markle should keep talking. Absolutely. (laughs) Tell us more. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, those are the main theories. Again, there's, like, little ones, like, with the seatbelts and um, with, like, the Secret Service just putting out a hit. Um, But the big, the two big ones are that Henry Paul worked for the Secret Service. And the other one was that Prince Charles put the hit out on diana so those are the like the really two big ones and we all know diana's what the the thing that like throws me the most is like everything leading up to that like her friends saying that um she kept repeating that they're going to kill her the letter saying that they were going to kill her there's all of this evidence supporting that i almost think i almost think that it maybe wasn't prince charles but maybe one of the other royals and just because she was writing letters and stuff like that like it's almost what i'm thinking is he's like oh you better stop talking to the press or my family's gonna have you killed kind of you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like he i don't want to say it was empty threats but he was just kind of like warning her like this like my family will do this and that's why she started writing these letters and telling people she was scared and Mm -hmm. stuff like i don't think that was just her someone said something to her you know what i mean i think to put that in her head i think it could have been charles because he's a fucking douchebag Mm. he is that a valid bag. point yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> a valid valid point yeah he's misogynistic he's an, an asshole and i yeah. totally think he i think 
his power gets to him Mm -hmm. and he uses it and he abuses it and i think this is one of those cases the inflated ego yeah totally because his like kids hated him so oh yeah and i think at the end of the day the most important thing to the royal family is the royal family and they Mm -hmm. will stop at nothing to maintain their public image maintain their name what maintain their bloodline (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny because it's a lot of the like older generation still regards them so highly for mm-hmm. some reason, and we're just like, are you? Are we looking at the same group of fucking psychopaths here? Yeah. Like- <laughs> and it's so weird because, like, if you think about, it, like, we're still part of that. What is yeah, it, the Commonwealth, Commonwealth or whatever. Yeah, it's like we. Um, I collect coins. I started it with like my my great grandparents. They got yeah. me a bunch of stuff. And Stuart's mom has been finding like a couple like really cool loonies and stuff. And she gave me one, and it's like the Queen's fucking head on the back of it. And I'm just like. You just forget why, because like like I grew up in a family that didn't like them, and yeah. it's not like we talked about it all the time. But like I remember watching Diana's funeral; I had no idea what was going. Yeah, on. Yeah, I remember all of that. And uh, and it was like it was really sad, and my my family was actually sad about it because they actually liked her and stuff. But like when you grow up in a family like that, you just realize how fucking crazy they all are. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up, my family was always very indifferent to it. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I went into it. But then me being the weirder that I am and liking conspiracy theories and all that stuff, like I just kind of grew to hate them. (laughs) Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's just like, I don't understand why people don't see, like, how can they see that they're good people? Like, I always try to put my mindset in certain, like, in certain situations and, like, how people view things and be like, okay, like, I can understand why they would view this or that. But, like, liking the royals, I don't fucking get it. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it either. Like, I guess they do charity work and stuff to an extent. But, again, I think that comes down more to their their public image than them actually caring about what they're doing. Yeah, great. We all do charity work. So do I. And I don't live in a fucking palace. (laughs) I donate to GoFundMes. (laughs) But, like, you know what I mean? So it's just, like... Yeah, oh. I also just think the concept is weird in general. Like, you guys are rich and powerful just because you were born rich and powerful. And it's, like, like 2023. Why? why is that even a thing anymore? Yeah. It's and all very weird. It's so weird. And why are we, like, why is Canada still in that bubble? I don't know. I know, Um, God, I'm going to fuck this up. I want to say it's Jamaica recently, like, severed their ties. I think so. Um, I think so. Or Barbados or something like that is coming mm-hmm. to mind. Uh, they recently severed their ties with them. And I was like, what a fucking great idea. Like, <laughs> like, why don't we do that? Why are we not all doing that? Like, they don't really have any say over us. Like, it's all just, like, for show, essentially. Yeah. And do they even do, yeah. like, tours anymore? Like, is that even a thing? Um, I think they did pre-COVID. I'm pretty sure William and Kate came here oh. uh, around the time of their wedding. Maybe oh. shortly after their wedding um i don't know i don't think they've been here in a hot minute wouldn't know i don't want them here (laughs) yeah would not know so um one thing i thought was really interesting this is kind of sort of off topic but um so i like to watch the royal wedding simply to look at the dresses because that's the type of bitch i am and uh one thing that kind of set me off on this whole like conspiracy theory thing Meghan markle's dress Blesser was horribly tailored horribly they did a awful job on her wedding dress and then when it came out like all of the things about they, them not liking her and then like being racist towards her and all that stuff I'm like 
they really fucked her over on her wedding day. They did not give her like their seamstresses. They did not put this. If you look at Kate mm-hmm. on her wedding day and how tailored she is and how everything's perfect. And then you look at Megan's dress, like it's loose fitting. The neckline is not pinned. Like it's. It's just bad. They really just said, eh, fend for yourself. Yeah. And then when all this stuff comes out about how you're like, oh shit, no, they really, they really hated her. Like they fucked her on her wedding day. Yeah. They totally did. I honestly had no idea about that. That's fucking wild. Oh, man. Yeah. Look look at her dress. It's just like, it's ill fit. And at the time when they first got married, I was just like, maybe she just made like a poor choice in dresses. Yeah. But as I learned more about like the, the, the family and how it works and how they didn't like her and all that stuff, I'm like, they just didn't give her a good tailor. Like they just like picked something off the rack for her. I'm like, there you go. Oh, my God. Did they ever... Yeah, like, it's not tailored at all. It doesn't fit her body. She's gorgeous, don't get me wrong, but they just, like, did not give her the same team that they gave Kate. (laughs) Totally. And there's actually, like, a side-by-side of hers and then, like, Kate's. Yeah. And Kate's is, like, slim-fitted and, like, perfect Tailored to her her body. body, yeah. Megan's has wrinkles in it. I'm seeing wrinkles you know maybe she wanted to look like that maybe i'm looking too far into it but to me that screams like they did not give her the same team that they gave kate on her wedding day totally they were probably just like oh this is gonna be a diana 2.0 let's fuck her over yeah pretty much that's that's what i thought but yeah i was really surprised i remember like hating the dress when it first came out and sort of like pinning that on megan for making a poor choice but then looking back i'm just like no they really hated her they <laughs> like did. they totally did that's fucking what? That's so sad. Like, what the? Why do people fucking do that? Like, uh, the royal name. <laughs> and why do they still have money? Um, I actually heard that they don't actually have money, money the same way. Like, I'm gonna butcher this. I'm gonna sound really stupid, probably. But they more just like don't have to pay for things versus having actual bank accounts if that makes sense must be fucking nice (laughs) we'll never know i'm sure they have wealth like i'm sure they've got like you know diamonds and shit Mm -hmm. but from what i understand they don't actually like make an income i mean i think that's probably wrong but that's that's at least what my dad told me is that they don't actually really make an income they just kind of don't pay for things they kind of just own everything so they don't have to do anything yeah yeah i'm sure they have wealth in terms of like real estate and jewels and crowns and shit like that but like who who's paying them taxes yeah. does taxes go to them i thought it did but i don't know if it does anymore i don't know to i don't know how any of that works anymore um to the googles to the googles does the royal family <laughs> make money <laughs> make money off of the poor oh yeah so it's their assets are about 28 billion so we're talking serious amounts of money Okay, so, like, they are rich, but it, it looks, like I said, like, a lot of real estate and stuff like that. How much does a royal family cost the taxpayer? Oh, no. Okay, so they do get paid by the taxes. $86 million a year can exceed $369 million a year. Uh, and, like, is it just Europe taxes, or do they take it from all the Commonwealth? Ooh... Like, I'm interested now. Because, like, do I need to, like, burn down the royals for taking my tax money? (laughs) (laughs) The things you don't get taught in school. (laughs) The British government supports the monarch, so they get money from the British government. And some of his... 
what family financially by the sovereign grant so they get a grant they get free money <laughs> that's fucking stupid oh so the, the 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 sovereign grant is from the commonwealth there you go so we do so we do that's irritating Someone's going to fact check us and that's okay. I'm literally two drinks in and Googling. So feel yeah, free. <laughs> totally. We kind of went like really off topic, but like obviously Diana was murdered. We all know it. Yes. We all, we know, all that. know that. Um, it's just depending on what story you want to go with. It was, it was it Henry, a secret service and he decided just to kill them all. Um, was he blinded and not part of it or was, did Prince Charles put the hit on? Diana? I think it's kind of a mix of everything. I think it was a little bit of wanting to keep her quiet mm-hmm. because she was so outspoken. And she was kind of the catalyst of people being like, wait, is the royal family a little bit fucked up? Yeah. Because no one really spoke out about them until her. So I think totally. part of it was keeping her quiet. I could see her like she obviously was having some sort of relationship with this other guy. Like she whether they were dating or pregnant or whatnot, she obviously had some relationship with him and I could see them not liking that either. Mm-hmm, totally. Um, I could see, I could see the whole Charles and Camilla. I think it's just kind of a combination of everything. I think they just straight up wanted her gone Yeah. because she was to them a stain on everything they've built. And yeah, it's so true. And they're just like, we did, the, the, we're just going to do it the best way we know how to and just murder yeah. her. And then it's so wild because like, Maybe it's, a, like, the, the generation that, like, is a bit older than us. But um, up until, like, like we you knew about Diana. You knew, like, some stuff. But, like, it was never really talked about. Like, it wasn't, like, like a public topic every single year. But then yeah. the whole thing happened with, like, Megan. Like, even just, like, dating Harry and, like, the way they, like, treated her and stuff. I find that it was really... It, it, they drew comparisons. They drew comparisons. They, they, it, the whole Diana story, like kind of like revamped. Yeah, and then it was. I think some of that is the internet. Yeah, and it totally was like um, almost the fall of the royals, and just in terms yeah. of like people oh, liking definitely. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that she picked up where Diana left off in terms of being a shit disturber, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. Yeah. And like I said earlier, I think having the internet now makes it a lot different because people people know everything about everybody now because of the internet it's true so it's like you know people deep dive into it people are investigating things and like independently you know we don't have to rely on a news source i can just like figure it out myself put pieces to you know what i mean so i think part of that now is that we have so much more access to their dirty little secrets than we did back then yeah Back then, it was kind of like, you know, you assume they're doing some shitty things. You don't really know. You don't have any facts to back it up. You're like, yeah, they're rich. They're probably doing something sketchy. Yeah. But now it's like, we can go back. We can look at pictures. We can discuss in forums. Yep. We can watch documentaries. You know what I mean? I think it's, we have more access to them now. Yeah. And we have more access to talk to people, like witnesses. Like, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You just call somebody. You, you didn't have that mm-hmm. back then, right? So Yeah. Or even, like, the knowledge of it. Like, I could literally type in someone's name and figure out your cell phone number it's not that hard yeah it really isn't (laughs) especially for you yeah i also think um our our generation kind of has an attitude shift where we kind of like don't want to be governed by anybody so maybe Mm -hmm. i I notice a lot of like the older generation who love the royals is just like well you must respect the queen because she's the queen and no no other reason other than because she is the queen whereas we tend to question things more we're like well what is she doing for me yeah you know what i mean like so i think we're more 
we could see the flaws more because we're not blinded by oh she's the queen therefore we must respect yeah literally it's the same thing with like the (laughs) this is so wild to compare it to but to like the whole like gentle parenting thing like Mm -hmm. you know back in the my parents generation and even like my generation it's like you do as your parents say and that's yes ma'am you know that's it but now we're just kind of like you don't we set boundaries with our parents you don't respect my feelings so you know what i mean so we're a little more take no shit than the older generation it's a very big shift it's a very yeah so i think that's why we're more like man the royal family is fucked (laughs) it's so true and it's just like watching the the endless documentaries i have in the last two weeks it's been insane (laughs) it's like especially like being a mom and like i'm like totally for the gentle parenting and like that i'm yeah absolutely for it that's what i stand behind yeah and like watching the documentaries about diana and like the whole so they went on a tour to australia and william was only like i think he was like nine or ten months old yeah and they were oh baby yeah like a baby baby and they're going so they went on this tour and they're supposed she was supposed to like leave him at home like he wasn't allowed to go and she's like no he's like 10 months old like i'm not leaving him and they're like no this is like your duty like we don't care we don't care that you have feelings we don't care that you're a mom and like yeah me sitting here i'd be like i would fucking slap the living shit of every fucking human (laughs) being absolutely that's not i think you hit the nail on the head there though because you said feelings i think the older generation i don't want to say they didn't have feelings but they didn't acknowledge them the same way we do yeah and we have this mistrust with authority in general. Oh, we really do. And Yeah. And I think we're more outspoken about it. And I think that's why, like, the shift is sort of happening. Is mm-hmm. like our generation is like, we need a lot more than, you know, you waving from a chariot for us to want to follow you, yeah. you know? Like, you're not offering me anything besides, like, I, yeah. I can wave at you too. Like, I can do the stupid queen wave yeah. as well. So, like- And as the, as the things come out into the press with, like, the Epstein mm-hmm. and Meghan Markle and all that stuff, we're just like, man, these guys are gross. Like, it's, yeah. we, we see it more. We see more of it and we're not blind to it, yeah. you know? And that's, I, like, I love to hate this generation, but I, I do. I do love it because it's like, <laughs> you, you don't, like, you do have some of those same people that are just, like wow you literally are stuck under that rock like you're not coming back out yeah oh yeah but then there's like people like us and it's like it's fantastic to see people have their voice and like yeah and like understand like the take no shit generation totally absolutely (laughs) and it's just like oh man like i would not do well we got philosophical here a little bit we really did we did (laughs) we love conspiracy theories it makes us like we do chat about other shit too it's fantastic and i especially love this one because it's so twisty there's so many elements to the royal family it's so i would love to one day cover the epstein thing but uh i'm gonna wait on that one because i don't think we're done getting bombshells yet (laughs) and i'm also gonna leave it up to you because i will not do that one it's too much (laughs) it's a very twisty case apparently they're releasing his list Oh, God. I just heard that today. So stay tuned. Isn't like Kim K on it or something? Yeah. So there's a lot of celebrities on it. And I guess their saving grace is purely that they were using his airplane. Mm. They just wanted to use the airplane. So that could be like the fallback. But uh, I don't believe all of them are just using the airplane. Oh, definitely not. No. I don't think so. There's no fucking way in hell. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's going to be fucking wild. And it's it's really yeah. isn't done. But um, I think I think Diana was murdered. I think I don't I think she was. I don't think the driver had anything to do with it. Just because like 
people are like, oh, well, he had, like, all this detail given to him and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but he's head of security. Like, that's it was kind of, like, his job. Like, he saw the famous people. He saw the rich people and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. also, I don't – I think he could have done it a bit better and survived. Like, why would he want to kill himself? Yeah, why did he kamikaze it? Yeah. Uh, but I do think – Yeah, I don't know. I could see it going both ways. Like, I could see – him being so diehard for the royal family that he just kind of took one for the team. Yeah. But like you said, the blinding light thing, Mm -hmm. like maybe, you know, and maybe he took a different route because he felt that one was safer because it was an unexpected route. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I I don't think we'll ever have solid answers, but like, I, I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, it was just assumed that she was murdered yeah you know absolutely like we don't call it the death of diana we call it the murder of diana, of diana. and the, and like with her bbc interview and the the noise that it gave from that yeah it happened a year after that it's like oh they gave her a year to live and they're just that's, like, that's weird <laughs> so but yeah that's well wild. this was fun this was so fun i mean it was <laughs> i think fun, i'm gonna save fun. mine for next week because we're like an hour in. are we actually oh my god <laughs> we are my bad guys i could talk about the royal family all fucking day like <laughs> i kind of want to hear like people's opinions because like i know some people were like really sad about the queen dying and stuff like that and it's not that it wasn't sad like it's sad seeing an old lady die but at the same time it's like i want to i want to know why if you like the royal family can you just tell us like i'm just curious how yeah the thoughts work and not to like that's not insulting i just i want to i all everyone i know and talk to and speak to we all hate the royals so i don't have that person that is like i like them for this reason like tell me why you like them i just want to know yeah you know definitely share your opinions um we're not gonna jump down your throat just because we share different opinions oh totally not but i am curious to see especially people in our generation yeah because like like we were saying our generation seems to be very anti yeah any establishment so if you're kind of in that in our generation and you you like the royal family Mm -hmm. give us some insight i'm curious yeah we're not gonna shit talk you we just love a conversation i also have like a follow-up question to that if you feel free to shit talk us though yeah you can (laughs) i don't care if you i have a follow-up question if you like the royal family do you think diana was murdered or if it was an accident Ooh, i would also like to know plot that twist like that's I'm fun yeah well okay i shouldn't say fun but good idea yeah i just like um, getting into people's brains that's all i just like to know yeah definitely yeah so share your thoughts share your feelings come hang uh, out with us. i'll make i'll make a post dedicated to like talking about this um because i'm curious too now like we, we just spent the last two weeks shit talking them and like there could be someone listening to this and they're like these people are so wrong yeah so if you think we're wrong we want to know I, I want a discussion yeah absolutely tell us why you like them and like oh my god you know like that table it's like changed my mind like the guy yeah. yeah yeah that's us right now yeah. there's my post Ch- <laughs> <laughs> try to change our mind on the royal the family sucks change our mind yeah, literally <laughs> that's my post right there it's perfect it's absolutely perfect but, um but so yeah i guess we'll save mine for next week yeah be our friend on social media instagram is a spooky hour podcast the twitter is at spooky hour the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com if you want to send us hate because you absolutely love the royals and you hate us now just do it into the email because i haven't looked at it in a while so it'd be fine and like we'll read it out oh fuck, i yeah. think that's that's a fair idea if you want to totally. send us your opinion on it please do and we'll read it out totally um again we'll try our best not to come across as being cunty about it but it's just my nature <laughs> <laughs> it's just who we are you yeah. know by now it's like my personality um 
So thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Um, that's it, man. Yeah. That was wild. Let us know what you think this about fun. Diana's death. Was it a tragic I foresee more or? conspiracy theories in our future because this has been like totally. really... I like the conversation we've had. Absolutely same. And that's the thing. It's like this one, it's like there's so many. So I think my next conspiracy theory, I really want to... Like I might even start working on it now. I kind of want to dial back and like take a good like month to like heavy research mm-hmm. and like make mm-hmm. a very insanely good script Mm -hmm. and we'll see what happens maybe hash it out over like a little mini series or something that'd be fun here for it here for it stay tuned friends and stay spooky stay spooky bye bye